This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. To start today, visit Empower.com. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Welcome in. The Fantasy Footballers Podcast for Tuesday, March 14th. Jason Moore, Mike Wright, Andy Holloway. We welcome you into the show. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, we both had the same joke. Mine wasn't a joke. Mine was... I would never welcome people to this show. Mine was purely a joke. <laughs> You're not welcome to listen to this. Uh, yeah, we're back. Welcome in. Uh, the Deucers are here as well. Fun episode of the show today. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm a little in the dark because the producers have put together a couple of fantasy football games for us to play today. And uh, it should be fun. This episode is being pre-recorded. So uh, we know, we know there's a lot of free agency news and information and you are salivating to hear what the fantasy footballers have to say about uh, all of the rumors. Remember that big rumor that just happened? I couldn't believe. So I, when, when it came out, I was like, what? (laughs) So I was, yeah, no, I remember, I remember, but a hundred percent of our free agent breakdown, the free agent frenzy that's all coming on Thursday's show. We're recording this episode a little bit earlier. Uh, we, we've got some vacations planned with the family. Yes, we do try to see our families at some point during the 24-7, 365 NFL news cycle. It's just spring break. That's the yeah. one time of the year where we actually try to see our children. And the league's like, oh, let's start the new league year during spring break. It was yeah. very unfortunate. I'm like, have you grown a whole foot? I know. <laughs> last the last year when I saw you, you were right. much shorter. Yeah, every spring break we see our children. Um, but just so y'all know, we're covering the free agency, all the madness. Thursday, as long as it takes, we're talking free agency. Yeah, we don't want a Frank Gore situation. You know, where where <laughs> Tuesday we're talking about Frank Gore on the Eagles. Yeah, because the tampering period is like, oh, he's going to sign there, and then no, he's not. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Then he was a Colt. Remember Josh McDaniels was yeah. the head coach of the uh, he was the Colts, the Colts as well. And then he was not. <laughs> so uh, that will be on Thursday. Today we're going we're gonna to talk about a number of things in the fantasy football realm. Uh, play a game of Who Am I? Producers made up uh, some new adventure for us. A brand new game. And we'll do some Liar Liar as well. Lots to talk about. One other headline. Jason made sure I, I 
brought it up on today's show, but you've asked for hats for a long time. Fantasy footballers, caps, some snapbacks. Hats. We got them. Do we? Yeah. Oh, sweet. They're available. Shopballers.com. And, uh, I'm on my way. Yeah, you can head over there. <laughs> Check them out. You, yes. Jason, please get yours through the website. Yes. Yeah, no discount. Um, Put it in, and then I will hand it to you. And the Ultimate Draft Kit's available at ultimatedraftkit.com. Get in there right now. Check it out. Learn more about the Draft Kit. Best way to dominate your fantasy football drafts. All right. Quick question today. What are we doing, Brooksy? All right. We're going to play a game of Who Am I? It's been a little while. Brooks. Yep, I was gonna. I was uh, nailed mm -hmm. it. I mean, mm -hmm. you're right. We're one for one. All <laughs> right, on to the next segment. Yeah. Uh, right. So what? How, how's this gonna work, Brooksy? So we have five clues. We're gonna. I'm gonna do you want me to read them, Andy, or do you want to? Uh, what do these guys want? You want to hear Brooks' voice? I want to hear Brooks' voice. You can All read right. the clues. All right, I'm gonna read you five clues one at a time, and you guys got to decide after each clue if you want to <laughs> lock in who you <laughs> think it is. Are you? Trying to open your third yeah, eye over here, that's man. Right. That's right. I'm okay. getting into, into the astral plane. Give meditation. us the first clue, Brooks. Give us the first clue, Brooks. <laughs> All right, guys. Clue one. This is going real well. I am 27.8 years old. Mm. Mm. Not, not, not Owl. Not Al Borland. <laughs> no, he's so old. I'm uh, 27.8 years old. I'm not locking in an answer just yet. Yeah. But that's helpful. Thank that's, you. It's a pretty ambiguous clue. Okay. Go on, Brooks. <laughs> All right. Clue two. I have finished as a top 20 fantasy running back in three of six seasons. 27.8 years old. And what's okay. that clue again? A top 20 fantasy running back in three of six seasons. Three of six, huh? Okay. Top 20 fantasy RB in three of six. Six total? I mean, I need... I need yes, sir. Okay. okay. Consecutive? Uh, like six years in a row, or are we just cherry-picking six gonna, years of a career? I'm, I'm I don't gonna know. If, I'm going to say that it's six years in a row. Okay. Confident. That he played six in a row, but three he's of... he's been the, in the league six years. Okay. Yes, gotcha. that, is, that gotcha. is correct. I see what you're saying, Mike. I'm just like, yeah, we're like 2014, 17, 19. We're just skipping years. Brooke, right. Brooks is a, is a sneaky snub. No, that's a stupid question, Mike. All right, go on, Brooks. All right, clue three. <laughs> I have at least 34 receptions in five straight seasons. How many? 34 receptions in, in five straight, five five straight seasons. Straight. Three five. of six years. Okay, mm -hmm. we, we need a moment because we may want to yeah, lock in. I've got before the fourth clue. Now, those of you at home play along. We're not revealing quite yet. Maybe you already have a guess. That was a tough one because I had a guess. Was uh, I'll, I, I was 20, go ahead. Yeah, twenty-seven. This is not my answer. I was I was thinking Nick Chubb. He's he's been good. That's he's, where, yeah. I was he's been about that. that. He's about that age. But uh, the receiving work that uh, there's that, no way Nick Chubb. No, no, no. It. It's not. No. It's not Nick Chubb. All right, next. All right, clue four. I had eight total touchdowns last year after having 18 in 2021. Oh. Okay. 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 I think I, I think I, oh, I'll put my answer down. Yeah, I'm got. I don't I got, like it. I've got mine locked in. I don't in. like it. <laughs> I got mine locked in too. I regret it immediately. <sighs> you lock it in, Jason? Sure. <laughs> Are you embarrassed if you don't? Yeah. Uh, Are you getting peer pressured into? Yeah, I'll, I'll be peer pressured into locking in my answer. All right. You ready for the fifth clue? Yeah. All right. 
I am a cancer survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. okay. Changing my answer. Yeah. So I've got it right. Connor. James yes. Connor. Connor. James, yes, James Connor. What was yours, Mike? What were you what were you locking in pre cancer survivor? I mean, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> was it Aaron <laughs> it, Jones? It was uh it was Leonard Fournette. Oh, okay. Mm, okay, eighteen yeah. touchdowns. Mine was James Connor for oh. sure. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it was not. It certainly. It was Dalvin Cook. I saw you write it down. It was Dalvin James Cook. Yes. Oh. Right. So just to like bring something to the forefront here after our amazing game where we were super good at guessing. Yeah. Uh, James Conner, top 20, three of six years, 34 receptions, still scored eight times last year. We knew that was going to be uh, a regression, right? Like we talked about that. James Conner wasn't going to score 18 more times was very dominant towards the end of the season. Um, do you have any strong feelings about James Conner in yes, the upcoming year? I do. I think he is an extremely good value right now where he's going. I don't see James Conner as a superstar. Obviously, no one is expecting the Arizona Cardinals to have some great offense this coming season. We don't know the health of Kyler Murray, yada, 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 different coaching staff, but as the roster stands, he's the dude. He's the only guy there. And obviously, after the NFL draft, maybe things change. Maybe they draft uh, a, a you know a, a preeminent running back. But I doubt it, considering the holes that the Arizona Cardinals have and the money that they've invested in James Conner. Should he go into the season just in the same situation as far as the running backs on the roster? He's being drafted right now in best ball in the like RB twenty nine. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's left so what for round, dead. What round is that? I want to say he's in the like seventh, eighth round. I okay. mean, you're talking almost past the RB dead zone. He's, he is completely an afterthought, and this is a guy who is, you know, there's how, how, many, how many running backs in the league are the bell cow for their team? Not many. F less than my fingers, that's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, which is 10. Which is... <laughs> 10 is okay. standing at 10 okay. yeah um my my point is i i think he is being undervalued he's a good uh draft pick right now and you know the 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 situation for him i think only gets better if kyler ends up coming back from his injury quicker the sentiment around the cardinals is so negative yeah i mean they're what plus 2500 to win the division um it, it's Definitely going to be reflected in ADPs. I think in general, I don't think you're going to have a lot of excitement around. Like Hopkins is probably going to get traded, or maybe he already has by this time. Sure. And um, you know, does Hollywood Brown does his ADP rise appropriately if if there's doubt around Kyler? Yeah, and for James Conner, it's it's very tough because we you know we we talk about it on the show. Players who are on winning teams. They produce more fantasy points. It kind of it's one of those things that makes sense. Of if they're a winning team, they're scoring more points. If they're scoring more NFL points, they're scoring more fantasy points. But James Conner was incredible after he came back from his injury. He was a stud, and he was playing on a losing team. I mean, you had let's see the the final five weeks of the season. All I, I'll, I'll go final six, I should say, final six games that he actually played, all losses and yet was a top 15 running back in all of them. From week nine on, he was the running back five. He's, he's right. actually really good at football. He's a, a big, gigantic running back that can score touchdowns and catch the ball.
but he's he, he will be 28 in the NFL season and if he's going if he if he stays in that range that 7th 8th round range I can be interested in that because now we've we've moved past the dead zone which in in the running back dead zone that's where you're really wanting to scoop up high powered wide receivers because and you're not you're not uh reaching you're not overreaching for a running back because you feel like you just got to get one on the team you're and then in those the, the rounds a little bit after that though that's kind of when you're like do I take a chance on one of these rookies who I'm not sure what their upside is but so it it will come down to a draft day value he just has that profile of a running back who could immediately vanish off of the the face of fantasy football yeah i i definitely get it but if you're not investing a lot the risk reward might be there yeah um, that's what i'm kind of surprised he's going there he seemed to me like a guy who might have been one of those late fourth or fifth round uh, running backs because the people you know getting real nervous of oh i don't have a running back i don't have a running back i gotta get one so that would bump him up but if he stays late okay okay uh let's go ahead and move on i want to play a game Well, the producers have taken over, and they like games, and so we're going to play them. And today, Brooks has something brand new that he – I mean, he didn't even ask us if he could put this in the show. Which, no, pretty rude. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of getting big in his britches yeah. and uh, doing what he wants. So, Brooksy, now that you're the uh, one of our under-40 producers, um, what are we doing today? All right, guys, this game is called – gut feelings and here's how it's going to go i'm going to read a player name and their current average draft position from best ball drafts okay after i tell you that name in adp you guys will have about 10 seconds to write down a single word to describe how you feel about that player okay Ooh, and then do we, do we get an a emotional chance? show yeah. yeah yeah and so we've got some special music drops to play while you're writing down <laughs> those, mm. those uh, words yeah and, like a professional podcast Excellent. oh yeah and, and so, then do we get to expound on our our feelings on yes and these words you must you have to yeah, okay so. and is 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 niche off the table for jason or yeah as a word to yeah okay. probably should be. yeah keep yeah. it clean jason probably yeah. should be so yeah i'll i'll read the the name and the adp and i'll say your 10 seconds starts now and then we'll talk about it okay and you reveal and talk about it i so. think i understand the parameters of this game you guys ready for the first player is this a game or is this a like a therapy session yeah this is more of an exercise to help us work through some things like, yeah i mean it's a little of every i think it's a sentiment check right we want to yeah. all right uh you know just see where we're at let's go all right your first player is t higgins and his best ball adp is the late second round as the wide receiver 12 your 10 seconds starts now <laughs> one word oh, no one word one word one word Oh, okay. I want no, no. I want more of that. That music mm. is great. Give me that. No, you'll get it in the second round. That is like that is some vintage seventies game show music. I've got my word. I got my word. Jason, do you not have your word? You're still no, writing. He's, he's learning word? how to spell it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's rewriting it for for. Did you have to look how to spell something? I would never. <laughs> Who's going first, Brooks? Who do you want to share their word for T Higgins? And you said it's second round, right? Yeah, late second. Late second. Yeah, go ahead, Andy. Here's my word. Do you want to go ahead and read? Hold on. Let me see if I can hold it up to the camera. 
Maybe. My word is maybe. Maybe are you Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> over here? My word? Actually, how about all three of you show what you wrote at the same time, and then you can talk about it. Okay. Jason, what do you got? What's your word? I've got bridesmaid. Oh, very good. Very good. Stud. Oh, stud. Mike went with stud. Um, all right, I'll start. My Maybe comes from factoring in the worth and the value at that late second round, where it's like, I know T. Higgins is a very good player. I know Jamar Chase is a better player. I think that he might be worth that pick. I mean, <laughs> that's what maybe means to me is that T. Higgins might be worth that pick. I, I do think fluctuation is going to exist for T. Higgins at a greater amount than it does for Jamar Chase. And you know me. Maybe it's yeah. the best you've ever gotten from me drafting a, a wide receiver, too. Jason's word is bridesmaid. Yeah. He's, so there's a reason. He's a wonderful bridesmaid. I draft He'll brides, never, bro. He will never be the bride while Jamar Chase is there. I believe he's the second best wide receiver, two in the NFL. And for fantasy purposes. Is that behind Waddle? No, that was behind Devon Smith. Um, Ooh. So take a, take a third Ooh. place, Waddle. Um, I, uh, you know. His value, I think, is secure. You know what you're going to get. He's going to be a high, high-end wide receiver two or a low, low-end wide receiver one. But what he's not going to be is an absolute league winner. He is a player that you, when you're constructing your roster, you're saying, I want to I want a secure spot. I'm going to plug him in here as, you know, just I know who my wide receiver two is. I'm going to get some points uh pretty consistently and and go from there but you know in best ball this is best ball ADP you're talking about I don't think he's going to have many 30 point weeks or win you weeks he is a bridesmaid there will be plenty of wide receiver ones drafted after T Higgins in drafts at that draft position for their teams for sure yeah and okay. so that okay. I only make that point because you know he's a very good he's a great player I'll even go that far, but wide receiver seventeen last year, wide receiver twenty two the year before. So are your that's my maybe, Mike. You say stud, yes, but does stud mean you think he can reach a new level, fantasy finish wise, than he did last year? So last year he finished with seventy four receptions, just over a thousand yards, and seven touchdowns, and he's he's a player that you have you you can't just look at the 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 final year finish because if you look at it, you're like. Okay, he hit those numbers. He played in 16 games, but you have to have followed along the story and remember exactly what happened to T. Higgins. Week one, he got knocked out after 26% of the snaps. Week five, he played 16% of the snaps. Week 14, he played 1% of the snaps. That's where we all – that was the really unfortunate mm -hmm. one where we – you knew he was injured, but then they said he's going to play, and then he did not play. So that was – I mean, that's a. it is a part of the story that – you had those really unfortunate fantasy burns. But when you look at the game log and you account for those, like essentially our, our games he did not play, he was an absolute monster. I mean, just you're counting for just, all the games Chase missed. Not necessarily. I'm just, I'm looking at his, at his uh, game lines right now, but that's, that's part of the upside for T Higgins is he, he is somebody that can come through and give you, 150 yards and a score, even when Jamar Chase is on the field. And there's 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 wide receiver ones technically they're the one for their team, but 
not every wide receiver one in the NFL can hit 150 and one or 150 and two and and win a whole week. Yeah, when I when I said he was consistent, you know what you're going to get from him. That speaks to what you're bringing up. There were only five times last year where he was outside the top 36 wide receivers, which five times might sound like a big number. That's a that's a very good number for a right. wide receiver. Wide receivers are very inconsistent. Five times he was outside of the top 36. All three of those games that you mentioned where he basically didn't play, you know, 26% yeah. of snaps or fewer, where he was knocked out, those three are in those five. So you yeah, so have two to, bad games. I exactly. Two bad games where he played the the full allotment of snaps. And so I, I do think he's, uh, a, he's glue. He is a very nice pick to help your roster be strong and stay together, um, but he is not the diamond that's going to take you over the top. Yeah, he's not Jamar Chase and it's when you're we know that very frequently two wide receivers will finish in the top 12 that happens and while I I mean I'm not going to argue against Devontae Smith, T Higgins who's a better wide receiver that that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is Joe Burrow's passing production versus Jalen Hurts passing production. One of those players uh, can hit the like the five thousand yard threshold and thirty five plus touchdowns. Jalen Hurts is fantastic, but that's not what he's going to do for the Philadelphia Eagles. Where that is what Joe Burrow can and probably will do. Yeah, I, f for the record, I you know I I do think Devon Smith is a better wide receiver. I would never draft Devon Smith over T Higgins gotcha. in these offenses. T Higgins would be um, uh, who who would you rather have in this year's draft? Uh, getting Waddle in there. T. Higgins or Waddle as the that's fantasy a, most relevant wide receiver too? That is a... I like Waddle. That's a fair question. I think they're pretty close. Feels like Waddle's upside is higher. Yeah, I mean, he, he did finish higher last year. He's got more explosive plays. What if I told you T. Higgins is in a contract here, Jason? Oh, <laughs> greedy humans! There were... Yeah, I think you got higher end with Waddle. I think we saw that last year. Higgins didn't have a lot of top 15 games. He's consistent. Like mm -hmm. That would have been another word that I think describes him well. Um, but, yeah, to each their own and how they're constructing their roster. I wish I could get him for less. That's all. You know I what wish I that wish? I could Understand. fix that roster with that consistent piece for a lower price. That's I all. I hear you. You know what I wish? What do you wish? I wish for more of that sweet music. Yeah. Give us another name, Brooksy. All right, guys, the second player is George Kittle with a best ball ADP in the fourth round as the tight end four. Your 10 seconds starts now. Wait, I can't think with the music on. That's different music. We got, oh, oh, yeah, man. we've got five different drops. We've got down. five different. Give it to us one more time. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, listening yeah. to the song. Yeah. All right. Give me that horn. I okay. I don't know how to frame. Oh, you Mike guys go. still can't get it down to one word. What's your no. word, Jason? What's yeah. your word? My word. Oh, wow. Is fake. Fake? Fake. Ooh. He's a faker. <laughs> what? That's that's some. What? Yeah. Uh, here's what I think about George Kittle. He's I think we know. <laughs> He is an amazing talent, and he could be Travis Kelsey. He could be the best tight end in the league, but he will never be the best tight end unless opportunity requires him to be. Right now, Travis Kelsey, I mean, look at the opportunity, right? Like, they got rid of 
Tyreek Hill. They have a hodgepodge of wide receiver three NFL level options, and then he takes over. Kittle, in any game, if the game plan was, we are going to have Kittle beat you, Kittle's going to beat you. But for fantasy purposes, it's it's fake. It, it, you look back at the last three years and you go, man, he's amazing. So many big games. And almost, almost, it's, it's not 100%, but it, we're talking 90% of those games are when another wide receiver was missing in action. And he basically is thrust into the position of being a high-end target. So I think his his value as an as a high-end tight end, he can do it, but only in the situation where he is forced to do it. My word is sometimes with three exclamation points. Oh, you're you're shouting that. I'm saying and underlined. I'm saying I guess I did underline it. Yeah, I'm saying sometimes because he is worthy of three exclamation points sometimes. It's really a shame because <laughs> he could be a weekly stud. Like yeah. there's, there's, uh, you know, outside of him missing games with injury, there's, there's no physical inability there. No. It's just game planning, and and it, it sometimes happens, right? With with coaches that, um, you know, know how to diagnose a defense, know how to prioritize. I mean, they didn't. Christian McCaffrey changes a lot of the story. Mm -hmm. If Christian McCaffrey's not there, and you got the same end of season with Kittle. You know, you're looking at it like this guy is going to be more regularly the centerpiece of the game plan. Yeah, I mean, but it, Debo should be the centerpiece, it, and so should McCaffrey, and so should Ayuk, and and maybe Trey Lance's running game if he's the starter. So sometimes hey, Kittle, if you're listening, I just want to make sure you know this is fantasy fake. Yes, okay. not real life. Like you are the dude. He is amazing, but for fantasy purposes, he's a fake high end tight end. And my word is overproduced. Uh, he finished with 11 touchdowns, and to that point of his career, which his his high in touchdowns, which was 2021, six, six touchdowns, and going through, you know, his game log, trying to re remember exactly what happened. So, the beginning of the, you know, he missed a couple games through weeks weeks three through 12, he scored four total touchdowns. That's not a lot for someone who should be a dominant fantasy tight end in the league. And then Brock Purdy takes over. Fellas, do you remember how George Kittle was the one who was the loudest of like, well, it should be Brock Purdy's job. He's he's the starter moving forward. Uh, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that in the final four weeks of the season, he scored seven touchdowns with Brock Purdy? Now, help me remember those final four weeks – how many of those did Debo Samuel play? Oh, that is a question I don't know the answer to. I do. It was one. Oh, that was a trap. Yeah, it was a trap. <laughs> but my point is, it was De Debo's gone, so it's like, Kittle, you're up. You're awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think the word fake was pretty mean. I yeah. am a mean but, spirited uh, man. But I, I, understand the, I understand what you mean, because that's, that's representative of his fantasy reality for teams, not the player. You so, know he's a great player. and um, So, basketball, are you... Willing to take him where he, in the fourth round. I have not yet drafted him where he's going, but one of the nice things is for fantasy, you can, you know, at the at the very least for DFS, it's pretty predictable, right? Like if if you know that Debo's gone or Ayuk's gone, Kittle has the talent, and if he's given the opportunity, he'll produce. I thought somebody might go with the easy, brittle word um, because of the injury history. Well, that's yeah. mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would never. Uh, let's take a quick break and come back with more music. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, Foot Clan, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is, time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football? I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, what would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour? Uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities. And then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, you want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side-by-side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. All right, we are going to come back here with another player name. And I look, I, so far I wish there were 15 seconds of music, not 10 seconds. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But um, what's the name, Brooksy? All right, guys. Justin Herbert, best ball ADP, also the fourth round as oh, the quarterback man. seven. Oh, this one's your easy. Your 10 seconds starts now. Oh, yeah. I want to thank the Academy. Do you need <laughs> another 10 seconds? No, no, no. I'm good. I mean, I'm mean, i good. I'm formulating over here. Oh, boy. I'm formulating over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Forgot Mike's 40 now. Takes him a little longer. Okay. I have changed my word thanks to that music. My word is tantalizing mm, okay my word is single? single but i'm saying that as in is he like ready to mingle he is ready to mingle baby oh, oh he's god. back on the market oh my gosh mike what's your word pocket okay mm, okay I see, where, I see where you're going yeah and i'm using that as a dirty word for fantasy football because it it, it caps him in your he mind is, he is a pocket passer and that's how you end up going from the quarterback to he's he is a franchise quarterback. He is a great player. And, but how you describe Joe Burrow? Uh, yeah, okay. it is. But okay. I think that, that Joe Burrow, the system that Joe Burrow is in and the players that he is surrounded by, it's a far better situation than what Justin Herbert has himself in currently as of the time of this recording. Okay. But that's how you go from quarterback to – of 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, down to quarterback 11 at 4,700 yards and 25 passing touchdowns. It's tantalizing for me because you know that you could 
be grabbing the 40 touchdown season, the 45 touchdowns. He's got that ceiling. So those players, when they drop, because they tend to ping pong between bad and good seasons, Matthew Stafford was one that's done that before. They're tantalizing to me. They're tempting because it's great when it's great. Yeah, and, and it it will be great this coming season. Uh, the the Chargers have restructured. Said that before. I, we we brought up this last year the 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 pocket passing mentality where if he doesn't have the passing touchdowns, it's going to go very poorly. You just don't have a baseline with these guys that aren't running two, when you're drafting someone as like the quarterback three last year. I that's, believe that's the problem. Two top five finishes and where it is has he plummeted? Oh in, yeah, in ADP. Yeah, I think he's. The, well, I, mean, I want to say he's the quarterback seven or so. Okay, yeah, like, yeah seven. Like Brooks that's, just that's said. What, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, what's the word for not listen. being invincible? I mean, the pocket passers aren't invincible like running quarterbacks. So right. Vincible. Vincible. Yeah. Yes, he's <laughs> very vincible. Um, because, <laughs> look, I mean, th there are excuses. Injury, Keenan, Williams injury, Guyton injury. You know, there are reasons, right. but that makes him not invincible, or as Jason would say, Vincible. Yeah, I, look, my the word that I should have written down in hindsight would be Lombardi, because he's going to lift one this year. Super Bowl champ. He's going to lift one this year because he got rid of one this year. Joe Lombardi oh, my was gosh. Joe Lombardi was a problem for the Chargers. Kellen Moore coming in. I am yeah. really excited. The fact that we we're very confident now that Keenan Allen. Mike Williams are going to be there. I think they will probably draft another wide receiver. This coaching staff looks awesome. He's obviously talented. And the fact that he's not the quarterback three, but he's the quarterback seven, I, th I think he's probably the best they, draft day value right now at the quarterback oh, position. I, I like it when you talk dirty like that. Um, the, the Chargers did restructure Keenan Allen and Mike Williams' contract. So I think we should assume those guys are there. They're going to be uh, focal points of the offense. Ready to rumble. All right, give us another name. All right, guys. The fourth player is Jerry Judy with the best ball ADP in the fifth round as the wide receiver 23. Your 10 seconds three. starts now. Ooh. I can't think what this is. Fellas, <laughs> I'm just... I'm I go into the groove. You can't handle writing during the music. Look, I'm, you're going to have to cut it out of Mike's ears while he's... I, I'm a musician, and I, I go to a different place when that is playing. Well, let's bring you back to that place, why don't let's we? Let's go. Yeah. Jerry Judy, he's that dude. He yeah, that's a poop. <laughs> yeah, that's a poop. I that's realized. a problem because it's a poop. I realized it as I was making the rhyme. He's a duty. <laughs> All right. That uh, was, but it was a dash Y. You've got nothing written down, do you? Dude, mind your business. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, what are you talking about over there? I'm curious your word, Jason. Well, me and Jason will do this segment, Mike. Yeah, don't, yeah, worry okay. don't, don't worry about it. Please. Don't worry about it. All right. Here's our words here. Jason, what is yours? Duty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at my word. How? Can you read it? Yeah. Yours says ready. Yours says that you are ready. For the breakout, uh, obviously when he was drafted, uh, I mean, I I loved Jerry Judy's college film, his route running, his production. He looked to me like an Doesn't absolutely like explosive player. Well, that was many, many years ago where he has not yet ever lived up to expectation. 
last season, I think he impressed me. Obviously, the unfortunate injury, which cost him a, a chunk of time, the unfortunate downgrade at quarterback going to Russell Wilson, and the, you know it was, a, it was a very difficult season. But he still looked good at the end of the year. For me, the reason I, I wrote duty is mostly a joke because it uh, rhymes with Judy. Yeah, and and we had just talked about that being a poop. But um, do you want do you want another my, word? Well, my original word was fit because I feel like I'm throwing a fit that I'm saying I I no. No, I'm not gonna do it. I don't want to be in on the Broncos. Like I, I yes, don't want. Do. I <laughs> see. This is why I'm yes, saying this. Do. I'm saying this because I know I do. That's why my word is Peyton. And 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 so my fit is related to Peyton. I don't want to be hoodwinked. I don't want to believe. I think Peyton is a great coach. I really do. I think the Broncos are gonna have a great bright future after they cut Russell Wilson following this coming season. I am not going to be in on chasing after the hope in Sean Payton in 2023. What's his ADP right now in best ball? 24, 23? Yeah, 23. I, I think ready. I think I'm ready to be. If you want to convince me to be in on somebody in that in that Denver system, Jerry Judy's at the tippy top of my list Sure, uh, of value. And I know it's only a five. The, the end of the season when the offense changed a little bit, that's when you saw Judy healthy, number one, in week 14, number three in week 18, 1,500-plus yard pace. I know it's a small sample right there, but I do think I think it's going to be a very clear separation of Jerry, Judy, and the rest of the receivers on this team moving forward. So, ready. I think yeah. he's ready. Over the final five weeks, which was win, you know, like Denver kind of did some okay things over those final weeks. That's where Jerry, Judy was playing fantastic. He was putting up 90 yards a game. The touchdowns were kind of fluky because he had three in one game, but but ninety yards a game, that that that's a sustainable thing for him. I mean, not ninety, but like I'm saying, so it's not sustainable. Yeah, I, I I I overspoke, but I'm saying I'm more on Andy's side of. I think Jerry Judy's going to be an extremely interesting player this year. All he, right, he will he will certainly be very 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 interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy managers who are 100% in. He's coming into the season as the one. Last year, it seemed like Cortland Sutton was the one. Right. And now we know better. But the reality is Tim Patrick's the one. Tim Patrick's very good. Tim Patrick has to recover from an injury, though. He should be. His timeline, he had, he had, he has plenty of time. Well, I need, I need you boys to steal yourself because we will not, we will not let Kyle, the Borgogan, defeat us mm -mm. as we... Play a game of Liar Liar. <laughs> liar Liar. Pants on fire. And so this is, uh, we're borrowing from the uh, heralded Spitballers podcast. Award here. winning. Award winning. Um, Kyle has prepared three rounds of Liar Liar, and this is uh, essentially two truths and a lie. And I'm going to read these truths to you, and we have to use our, dare I say, I don't know, doctorate-level skills to determine the lie. I have doing? read the first statement, and boys, we are in trouble. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, two truths and a lie. I'm going to read all three, and we determine what we're going to lock in. Um, fact number one for, for, for the first round. Since he entered the league in 2020, the aforementioned Jerry Judy has never caught a touchdown while his team was in the lead. Hmm. <laughs> 
Okay. These are the things I always track in the back of my mind. How would we know that? Uh, number two, as a rookie, George Pickens had as many 20-plus yard receptions as Garrett Wilson, Drake, London, and Chris Olave combined. No way. No that way. That seems like a lie. But I know he had a large uh, yards per catch. I, I also know that Kyle loves doing these combined things where yeah. he finds people that like had none. He's he's a sneaky snook, that one. And then the third fact here, including the playoffs and preseason, Tom Brady has thrown 783 passing touchdowns in his career. He has had a passing touchdown from every single distance on the NFL field, 70 yards or less. Come on. So that's that would be seventy impossible. a 70-yard touchdown, a 69-yard touchdown, a 68, 67, all the way down to one-yard touchdowns. Wow. So sounds plausible. He did play over 100 years in the NFL. So you're telling me Brady never got – it's so seventies the longest he ever had. I well, my reading no 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 no, no, no. Not he's saying that that's the beginning of where that that stat comes from where okay. it's like okay from okay, seventy okay. all the way down okay that's true probably means he doesn't have a seventy one yard or yard right. touchdown gotcha okay I know which one I'm locking in I think the Jerry Judy stat is true the Broncos have not won a lot of games with uh is it true gosh dang it. <laughs> I was certain, I was going with George Pickens for sure, so I'll lock it in. I yeah. think the George Pickens one's a lie. I don't, you know, I know Olave slowed down towards the end of the year. Drake London probably didn't have a lot of twenty-yard receptions. Garrett Wilson had a couple. Uh, I do think that George Pickens did not surpass all three. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to lock in as a lie as well. This certainly seems like a very obvious one that Kyle would find it would be easy to grab this data you just look for people that are surprising he's lazy you're right he's lazy so I'm gonna lock this in and either it is the lie or Kyle is lazy okay so I win uh, either a, B, way a B yeah okay so game theory wise fellas because I I think that the Judy one is true but game do do I come in with you guys do we, we we've do, already got two in do we risk it yeah but but if we all get it right the odds of us winning I don't think the you game. go we don't need to go game theory just get the right answer. Yeah, just get the right answer. Also remember how lazy Kyle is. Right. What are you going with, Mike? George Pickens. All right, as the lie. All right, so we're all going that direction. Let's throw over to Deucer's Alley. Let's just catch him in his lie. The lie is Tom Brady. Oh, you lazy <laughs> lazy man. <laughs> we're so lazy looking now, up is that there, stat. Is there a seed of truth in there? Uh, Brady's missing 61, 67, 68, and 70. Did but you he, did you do this all yourself? You went and looked? Uh, you can find it pretty quick. Oh, gosh. All right. I didn't even want to get that one right. All right, round two, quarterback oddities. But hold on. So we're saying George Pickens had, has as many. So had, let me guess. Wilson, he's got about eight, I'm guessing. Pickens had 16 of 20-plus oh air yards. Wow. So, yeah. That's a lot. That's pretty much all he caught. I'm guessing it's he like, had 16 receptions on the year. <laughs> right. <sighs> all right man we suck all right round two jalen hurts total rushing yards since he entered the league is exactly the walking distance from the footballer studio <laughs> to the pickle palace oh, which is our pickleball this is a ridiculous ridiculous one if that is true it's our pickleball you have, facility kyle if you have for the second time mapped out exact walking distances from our studio to match other important things then I will retract your lazy comment. 1,898 yards away. So picture that. Picture, um, what is that, uh, almost 19 football fields. If you lined them up, 19 football fields, it seems plausible. Like, that's the distance to 
Is this as the crow flies? Yeah, this is as the crow flies. I assume, right? Sure. Why not? You don't oh. even know what that means, do you? I said exact walking distance. Okay. All right. So maybe it's not as the crow flies. Yeah, this is Google Maps. But that makes it more likely to me because okay. that's a lot of football fields. Okay. All right. Totally. Everyone listening, in, unable to perceive whether that's true. Daniel Jones has never thrown a touchdown in a city west of Dallas, Texas in his professional or collegiate career. These are ridiculous. Well, he hasn't thrown many touchdowns, to be fair. I know I put a tweet out saying that I, I thought the deal was bad for Daniel Jones and the Giants. I noticed. Oh, my goodness, there are a lot of people that live in New York because there are people that were like, what are you talking This is the greatest quarterback of all time. No, he's not. Um, I, how many passing touchdowns does he have this last year? Like 15? 15. 15. 15. 15. Give him dude, $40 million a year. I give him a lot of credit for earning had, that money. He had seven rushing touchdowns as well. Sure. 22. Okay. Sorry. But, that, sorry that's how I talk about 22 yeah. touchdown quarterback. But you 22. Can't th- you can't throw a touchdown west of Dallas when you run them in, Mike. So, man, west of Dallas. So you're talking... Never throwing a touchdown to you know, Cardinals. I mean, never there's throwing not a, them to. There's not uh, a ton of against the Broncos, right? Chargers, Rams, Seattle, Raiders. I mean, these are teams that he's not going to be playing very much. That's. I think that one could be true. Okay. All right. The third fact, including playoff games, Justin Herbert has thrown fourteen thousand three hundred twenty-six passing yards in his NFL career. That is the. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is the same exact number of days that producer Al Borland. <laughs> Has lived on this planet as of this recording. These are no just, these way. These are unnecessary trivia questions. <laughs> that is the best way to put it. Wait, that's okay. That's the lie. That is the lie because he, he, here's why. Kyle <laughs> wants to have these like the exact same distance numbers, but he's already done this with distance from our studio before. So all he has to do is is look up, okay, how far is it to this, and then find a number that matches. To find a number that matches to the exact number of days that 40 old years... No, he just go. He finds the days first, and then he just goes finds the player. No, nah, that's 100% Justin Herbert's to lie. Okay, I'm going to lock in the... These are all stupid. Can I, <laughs> can I say that? I lock that in. I lock in the stupidity of these questions. Um, I'm going to lock in Daniel Jones as the lie. Herbert. It is uh, It is Herbert. Yeah. But it's it got to be close. It actually is close. Yeah. It's like within 200 days. Yeah. No, the the, the chances Stupid of man. you being that lucky to have his exact yardage being the exact amount of days Jeremy's but there has been to alive. But be, there has to be somebody that has the exact amount of passing yards as the days he's been alive. I don't believe that. It's just probably like Fran Tarkington or something. Yeah, I tried. I didn't want to get too cute, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, oh, you yeah. definitely didn't get too cute with you those. Know, you know what that sounds like? Lazy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, third round. Uh, on February 6, 2015, when Jason made his first appearance on the Fantasy Footballers podcast, the first player he brought up on the air was Fred Jackson, also known as the depth chart assassin. Oh, that man. sounds pretty so these are, realistic. Oh, no. These are all me. <laughs> apparently, the round three is all Jason related. Oh, so that's fun. Fact number two, excluding last year's Halloween Hagrid, <laughs> Hagrid setup, Jason Moore wore a black or gray shirt on the Fantasy Footballers podcast in 2022 more times 
then Tyreek Hill was targeted. That's un... I mean, he was targeted a lot. How many targets? 150? 160? I'll give it to you. He had 170 targets. Oh, brother! I mean, that's about as many shows as we do, I would guess. I don't even think you need gray included here. Do, how often do I not have a black shirt on? What do you call it today? That's a black shirt. Yeah, yeah. that's a black right. shirt. Um, and then the last one in 2022, <laughs> Jason Moore. Oh, my gosh. I hate you, Jason Kyle. Moore. <laughs> Jason Moore said the phrase. <laughs> in 2022, Jason Moore said the phrase, the reality is. More times than the number of receptions Devontae Adams had. <laughs> okay, that's the lie. That's the lie. I know it I say it a lot. Be. I know I say it a lot, but if I say it more than the amount of targets, Kyle, give me the target No, 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 number. receptions. Or receptions. Oh, oh. Yeah, are you, does oh. that change your opinion? Oh, that does. So a reception total is? He had 100. You, yeah, I'm, that's I'm a, locking that He's up. not lazy. Oh, man. He's, he's not a, lazy no. if he looked that up. That's right. That's right, Andy. If he looked that up, he's not lazy. I know he is lazy. Okay. So it's the lie. <laughs> I am going to say that your black and gray shirt one's the lie. I don't think we put out that many episodes. That's where I am as well. I was trying to do the, the quick I think 150, 160, not 170. Yeah, that's the something. lie. That's and he's willing to just take a win on a small yeah. discrepancy. So, uh, Kyle... What is the Oh did did you lock in Oh Jason? yeah, oh okay. yeah, I locked in the the the, reali the reality is that he's a liar. What's the reality here? One, Jason's a liar. Oh uh, no. It's the black and gray shirt. Jason only wore it 162 times of 171 episodes he was on. 162. Wow. What episodes? were my other colors? These you, stats are amazing. Problem. I'm going like navy blue. He wore navy 8 times. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kyle He's built out the spreadsheet. Okay, Kyle. What were, what were you, the other three? You are not a lazy man. Or were the other two? He he had Hagrid and then black or gray. Oh, so Hagrid, eight navy, black or gray, 62 times. 162 times, yeah. 162. And then what's, the, is there any left? No, that's it. That's oh! it. No, yeah. no light colors for the whole year. Not with boobs like this. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure you cover them up. Dark colors only. Oh, man. Oh, these stats! These stats are out. Uh, so you said reality is more than one hundred times. Kyle, amazing work! Today. Amazing work, and I love you. Uh, do we have any more music drops from oh. the uh, from the game show era that we want to close this show out with? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, spectacular! That's how you do it. And the reality is we'll be back <laughs> with a free agency show that you do not want to miss. Hopefully you enjoyed today's show. I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> we paid Kyle to look up those stats, too. An incredible job by Money. all the producers Money today. well spent. <laughs> we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. 
you're still here? Well, why don't you take a second and head on over to jointhefoot.com and consider supporting our independent podcast. You get access to exclusive episodes every week, access to a thriving community of like-minded fantasy football players, and access to special tools to help you win each week. Learn more at jointhefoot.com.